Welcome back, everybody. We are, in fact, live at the Bismarck Event Center for the 2019 Thirst Eucharistic Conference. This is Father Craig Vasek. I am here with Avera Maria Santo. We are visiting about her life and the things that have uh, come about through her life, encounters with the Lord, uh, pondering things with her own life regarding sexuality in particular, uh, and the journey that she's been on, and the journey that the Lord has made use of from that journey uh, uh, into the into the broader church, which brings her to uh, a, a, a cold place. Yes. <laughs> the coldest place she's ever been. It's freezing. <laughs> okay, so everybody that's out there, you know that it's like 45 degrees out today. That's not that cold. To uh, a person who has seen snow <laughs> right. all of two times in her entire 23 years of life, this is rude, honestly. This is inconsiderate type of weather right here. Our next conference will be in, the, in June uh, when okay. it's like above 50. Invite me back then, just so I can like see the difference. Hey, you know? it's been 90 degrees here before. Really? Yeah. How many times? Once? Uh, maybe. I didn't have to look. <laughs> yeah. I so to speak about uh, Mobile for a moment. Mm -hmm. So I got a couple buddies down there: Father Jimmy Morris and Father Fred Boney. I don't know if you know any of these priests, no, but. I don't think um, I do. I studied with them, so I went down with a couple of other buddies to go mm -hmm. down to Alabama mm -hmm. uh, and to warm up yes. in the wintertime <laughs> in January. It was only 50, maybe, yes. in the winter. And, and that's so, still cold to us. Yeah, and that was like not warm <laughs> enough, so I, like, I, we thought we could go on vacation on the warmth of the, mm -hmm. the Gulf Coast or whatever was going on there, right. and it's like, that, that ain't going to work. So yeah. it, it gets a little cool down there. You could there. always come back in August when yeah. it's 95, but the heat index feels like 105 yeah that's always and nice. it's humid right yes yeah, yeah, yeah. the humidity makes it so much worse it yeah, feels yeah. like you're being choked honestly well let me tell you something we specialize in talking about weather so thank you yes, for indulging that of course uh, up in the northern parts of the, of the world <laughs> so we have just done what we needed to do to make sure that everything is valid <laughs> let's let's bop back into uh, where we are speaking about um identity we're speaking about uh, just understanding of self and uh, the the way in which the church uh, has maybe been too silent mm -hmm. or or um, not not exactly sure how to approach uh, certain topics in particular mm -hmm. those people who uh, are experiencing uh, various attractions within themselves regarding sexuality mm -hmm. um, and right before the break we started talking about the different places that are maybe outside the church that are welcoming mm -hmm. people to, to share the story or various other things. Uh, in fact, uh, we m maybe won't go down the road, but I saw a tweet that you responded to a certain person on mm -hmm. Twitter recently <laughs> inviting a conversation. I was thinking that would be a great conversation. But I'm going to leave That's that. That's never going to happen. I'm going to just leave that for now. Everybody's like, hey, why are you leaving us in the dark? Well, go on Avera's Twitter. You can yeah, find it. Yeah, you'll find uh, it. Yeah, you'll see a lot. I'm there. at Diary476 on Twitter. You'll find it. <laughs> uh, and I loved it. I, I was cheering for that, actually. I was like, go, go, go. Um, so... So there are organizations, uh, we could even say in some places ideologies, at work to, to support, uh, depending on what we mean by support, mm -hmm. people who are experiencing same-sex attraction mm -hmm. or just working through homosexuality as a, as a concept or all these different things. Um, there, there are some things happening in the church mm -hmm. with regard to this, but let's walk through that a little bit more. What's, what needs to happen? Uh, what does that look like? Um, and uh, <laughs> we've, got we've got people looking at Twitter right now. <laughs> it's lovely. It's a lovely thing. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> come on. Come on, people. Uh, 
what what do what does the church need to be? I mean, you're you're one person. Other people can have other ideas. Okay, you're just you're coming, but you you have a story and you have a life mm-hmm. and you've and you've been around and you're and you're you're walking this road. Right. Um, what does what does it look like to a company? What does it look like to listen? What does it look like to validate mm-hmm. uh, when we can't allow because we're using these la- this language of this is in- this is intrinsically disordered if you act on this different thing? There's a whole area in there that mm-hmm. there's got to be some room for something. Just yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Um, conversation, especially. Um I think more so listening, but listening in order to understand, yeah. not necessarily respond, sure. is a huge thing. Okay. Um, building trust with people, even people who you know might not have um, our ideology or might not have our belief system, um, talking with people and hearing them out and just being willing to to walk with them through life, to engage, um, is essential. You know, it's just it's us being human to each other. You yep. know, I feel like a lot of times we. Feel forget that we all have the same really innate human desires to to be seen, to be known, to be loved. And so much of that is just us being able to express not only who we are or you know what who we perceives ourselves to be even just what we're going through in general uh, being able to share that is is essential one of the ministries within the church that uh, is faithful to Catholic Church teaching um, specifically in regard to teachings on homosexuality is uh, an organization I'm proud to be a part of is Courage International mm-hmm. um, which was started by Father John Harvey over mm-hmm. four or almost actually 40 years ago in wow. 2020 I think it will be 40 years wow. um, so we'll be celebrating uh, that but it's I've heard it called the uh, best kept secret in the church yeah. um, which it really shouldn't be <laughs> you know we don't want it to be a secret um, more mm. more and more people should know about it mm-hmm. um, but Courage is an organization that offers pastoral care and fellowship, friendship, um, to people who experience same-sex attractions. And there's also a second branch called Encourage, yep. which is for parents, family, friends yep. um, of people who experience same-sex attractions, whether they are living an active gay lifestyle or not. Right. Um, so both are doing the work of God. Pope John Paul II actually said uh, Courage is doing the work of God himself. Of so uh, it's an absolutely beautiful ministry. And, uh, you know, I've been, a, I've been able to work with Courage, and I actually was fortunate enough to give my testimony at the annual Courage Conference this, mm. pa- uh, this past July, uh, which was an incredible, uh, an incredible uh, thing just to, to be there and experience yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I was just so grateful to hear that not only Courage exists, but that it is trying so hard to reach out to people like me um, who experience uh, same-sex attractions and who actually want to live in accord with Catholic Church teaching. There yeah. are so many of us who want to live in accord with Catholic Church teaching, but again, if we're going to talk about the, the you know person who won't debate with me, um, you know, there's just there's a lack of communication there, but there's also a lack of, if, if from my understanding, a lack of trust in how good God is, which I think is a very crucial point to make. Because if we're going to say that, or if we're going to try and assert that I should that the Catholic Church should dumb down or water down church teaching for me. Um, you know, what are you saying about me? Or, like, what are you saying about God specifically? You're saying He doesn't love me enough to give me the grace to be able to 
to carry this cross out? You know, are you saying that his love for me is that shallow? Are you saying that he doesn't love me enough to do that? So it raises so many more questions. And when you start asking those questions, you jump into very dangerous territory. Uh, because, I mean, Ultimately, you're going to get a lie out of that. You know, God absolutely loves me enough to give me the grace to carry this cross. And Courage is a shining example of that. And all of her members encourage and encourage who are actively trying to live out the, not only the call to chastity, but the call to courage. Um, and courage that I have never seen before in my life, um, other than I would say Christ crucified, is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And they are absolutely doing the work of God in the courage yeah. ministry. Yeah. Everybody I'm, I'm visiting with, Vera Maria Santo, uh, we're talking about just her own journey, but also uh, talking about things within the church on how to serve uh, people who who are wrestling with or working through or trying to understand, what, or are they acceptable to God, are they not acceptable to God with regard to their attractions or their dispositions or how they feel about themselves and identity <laughs> and all these other things. Uh, so I just want to actually go, what to name exactly the person that we're talking about. Uh, what is what is Father James Martin doing well mm -hmm. that the rest of the church needs to pick up on? Because he's, he's actually doing it. well. Okay, so he's talking. He's talking about it. Right? Like honestly, I will say that he does that exceptionally well. well that's all and he I does. Will, yeah, <laughs> basically, like all he talks about <laughs> right? is this. Yeah. Um, which I think is a very good thing. Yeah. Yeah. However. Yep. The way in which he talks about it, and he seems like, and I can't really think of any other way to describe it, to willingly go against Catholic Church teaching no. um, is the problem area. But I will say, at the very least, the conversation is being started. Yep. Um, whether it might be in a negative context, you know, coming from him, but at the very least, he's talking about it. Talking about it, uh, mm -hmm. making a, a place. Uh, mm -hmm showing acceptance yes uh, and so these things need to be nuanced mm -hmm. I guess but there are all these things that you're talking about we need to do we need to be talking about it mm -hmm. we need to give awareness we need to uh, love people where they are uh, we need to not be afraid you yep. know it's not a plague it's not a disease <laughs> you know it is something that is a very real experience uh, for real human people who need care who need uh, attention who need affection who need to be as the catechism says treated with respect compassion Absolutely. Just like everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Because they Just are like a, all of a us. son or a daughter of God. <laughs> yeah. Going back to what you recognize for yourself, mm -hmm. that, that which every person needs to understand about their own identity, so a person who wants to speak to someone needs to recognize mm -hmm. that as well for them. I mean, yes. it's just like everybody needs to do it for themselves and for the other. Yes. And it's as simple as that. <laughs> it really uh, is. So uh, I wish we had an hour. We only have this half hour. <laughs> so we're coming out of time. What uh, What are you going to be speaking about? Uh, you have a couple breakouts here mm -hmm. at Thirst. What, what so are I you talking three. about? So I have three. Right now, I'm about to go upstairs and talk to uh, the youth. I'm going to talk to the high school students. Great. Basically, uh, I, I hear a lot of complaints saying that, well, Father, Father Mike Schmitz talks about homosexuality or Jason Everett talks about it but they don't have it so you ooh, know like ooh. you know they don't actually ooh, struggle with it uh, but they don't have that excuse right. with me. so I'm going oh. up there and talking about what the catechism teaches yeah. um, but speaking about it as someone who struggles with it themselves and I'm gonna be talking to the parents about that tomorrow and then uh, to the parents or the adults today I'm gonna be talking about why I choose to see myself as God sees me mm -hmm. instead of how the world sees me and how that's been helpful and how that's manifested in my life. Lovely. <laughs> Vera, I'm just really glad that you're here. Thank you so I'm much. Glad for that, uh, I'm glad that the Lord 
have spoken into your life. I'm glad that you have responded in that way, and I'm glad that the church is saying, hey, let's move her around yeah. and get her message out here. I'm excited. So, it should be good. Thank Thanks. you for having me, Thanks Father. so much. Great, everybody. We're here at the Bismarck Events Center, Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference. We're going to step away just for a moment, but next I'm going to be speaking to Father Leo Padalinghug, who everybody already knows. He is the most amazing chef in the universe. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's going to be talking to us about a number of things. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned in to hear from Father Leo, everybody. We are Real Presence Radio. This is Father Craig Vosick. See you in a minute.